Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
Hello? Yeah, bitch. Oh, are you the only one on there? I guess I don't hear nobody. Hello? Anybody there? I'm here. <laughs> Who was <is> that? Who is that? Pastor Tony. Hey, Tony, we were having trouble getting on initially. <laughs> Okay. Oh. People caught me on a little straggler. <laughs> ah. Oh boy, I guess that was the moment that, that was the moment to let out some good old healing juices. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <coughs> oh, now I'm caught. I'm choking. Lord have <laughs> Wow. So teach had a problem. Did you have any problems, Pastor Tony? Well, I think I called in a couple times because I, I, um, I don't know. Yeah, I did. <laughs> but I'm on. <laughs> oh, God. This is funny. Oh, man. Hey, Pete, so what you going to do? Are you going to stay on the line? Uh, you know what? I I guess I can call in myself. You don't have to. Yeah. Ain't nobody else. I'm linking on. I know, but okay. you ain't gotta do nothing else. Cause then you get off. And I know, but you might want to talk, and maybe I want to be muted. You know? Oh well, do your thing, girl. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna hang up, and I'm gonna call back. Okay. So you know what to do, right? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why it didn't work, but yeah, so I'm about to call right back. You gotta keep trying, like. <laughs> <laughs> you are <laughs> Did you oh, make? Oh. Was uh, Brenda able to get on? I know she called me. She not on. See, I need to get her on. So once you okay. hang up, I get her on. Okay, well let's hang up so we can. I'm not hanging. Like I'm just okay. calling on her on. I ain't hanging okay. up trying to get back. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, fine. Okay, Pastor Tony. <clears throat> let me yes. I, I tell you, this devil be trying to. He doing some stuff. Last time we had a powerful work. Uh, speaker on, and do you know the devil knocked her off, and then when she was off, she couldn't hardly get back on. And she got on. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> but um, let's see. If we all are on here, people will be coming on. If we're not, we know what to do. We're going to keep it moving. I'm going to see if I can call her, the one uh, and get her on. Okay. Friend of mine. Well, let's see. Because she just called me. And, uh, and then it hung up. So she probably was trying. She had. Okay. Yeah, I just unmuted it. I'm in. Okay. You I'm in. in. 
Okay, um, Pastor Tony? Yes. Okay, so you're in there. Um, Brenda? I'm on. I, I forgot okay, I was so you I your power. I'm on. I'm on your own line. Uh-huh. Okay, so we can get rid of you. Wait a minute. What didn't happen now? My thing is doing. Hello? I'm on the phone. Trying to figure out what this thing doing now. I'm not even on what you call them anymore. No, you are because I can hear you on my phone. You're on the line. I don't know if everybody else can hear you. Well, you did a thing to show me. Oh, you hung that other line up? Uh Uh-huh. Okay, okay. That's what I was trying to do, so I was trying. Pastor Tony? Yes. Okay, so usually, okay, let me tell you, Pastor Tony, the one that <clears throat> the founder of the show just found out her, her, her brother was found dead in his house apartment or something. Oh, no. Yeah, and she's really just going, and her mom's still alive, and so they had to tell the mom, and um, so the family is just, you know, and she was crying and stuff, so... Usually I help her facilitate um, the night and stuff. So um, it starts at 9 and back being 5 after 9, all the people. And so she usually sent out a thing to everybody. They know it's tonight, but if we do it once a month. If you don't get this little thing, then you can think it's not happening. But we going to okay. kill that devil. He's a liar. So what we're going to do is keep it moving. I think since... It's, and Peaches, she, Peaches, you on the line? She can't even get on. Unless she's on like she's I was. I forgot to us star six to unmute it. So I was on. Uh, just like keep hitting on uh, Hello? Peaches. Yeah. Yeah, you on there? Yeah. Okay. Yep. And I had told Beverly about it. I tried to call Darlene. <clears throat> See, she didn't, she wasn't able to send the thing out today. I don't oh, think it went out. Really? No. <clears throat> it didn't go out, but the thing is, we I don't got it. She said out it? with the word for reset, Brenda. Oh, Wait Brenda a minute. That one. Okay. But what like this? Maybe about the word being out. reset? Right. That is it. <clears throat> but it's one yeah, she sent out to like, like 10 or 12 people. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, what we going to do is get started. We're going to get started. And praise God. Give him glory. Well, let's start praising God. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. Hallelujah. Glory Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Yes, awesome. Lord. Yes, God. Yes, God. We thank you, Lord, thank you. on today. We thank you on today. Hallelujah. Yes, Your mercy and your grace. Hallelujah. We love yes, you, Lord. God. We adore we thank you. Have your way. Have your way, glory to God. We thank you, Lord, what you can say to us tonight, Lord. We thank you for the whole thing tonight, Lord. We thank you for blessing each and every one on the line, even the ones that used to be on the line. Hallelujah, glory to God. Our main we definitely want to pray for the Parker family and the Bender family. Lord, 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 give them strength. Give them comfort. Give them peace, Lord. Hallelujah, like only you can. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, 
We thank you for letting someone rise up and be there to give them words of counsel coming from you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, for praising and sharing with my sister. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Because you have ordained this, and we just love you, Lord, and we thank you, Lord, for covering us. We thank you for the speaker tonight, Pastor Tony. Hallelujah. We know you're going to speak mightily in her. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, that what you have to say to us, we will receive and let the word have free course. Hallelujah. And do what it's to do. We already know the word is is not void. It accomplished what you send it out to do. It is the right is the light to our path and a light to our footsteps. Hallelujah. Well we will not fall, stumble or fail in this life. We thank you, Lord, and we bless your name. Hallelujah. We ask it all in the mighty majestic name of Jesus. And by your blood that was shed on Calvary's cross. We say amen, amen, amen. the powerful will of God say amen and amen. So welcome, 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 all that is on the line tonight and those that will be coming on the line tonight. We're going to keep it moving in Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So we're going to have a say opening prayer. Well, we just had the opening prayer. We're going to have an opening um, scripture. Okay, well, first of all, I just want to read the vision of this um, women's group. So the vision of praising and sharing with my sister is to encourage fellowship, inspiration, praising our God, and allowing women to use their gifts and talents on this podcast platform for the glory of God. No more, no less. That is the purpose. Awesome. Amen. Awesome. Yes. Amen. Amen. Which is, I thought that was the most wonderful um, <clears throat> platform or mission that she, uh, Tawana, Evangelist Tawana Parker, came up with because I know I've been in local churches and the Lord has been downloading all kinds of good old goodies in me and um, spiritual gifts, and if you're in a large, large church, you might not be able to use it in there, but you can use it where you go, wherever you go. So she said this is a platform for it, so that is awesome. Right. So now that we said that, what did we say? We're going to do, um, we're gonna do a scripture okay. reading. Okay. Scripture. Okay, I always like to go to Psalms. Let's go to Psalms 100. Psalms 100, at one time in my life, I used to always um, bring the vestures of Scripture and always read Psalms 100. Okay, hallelujah, <clears throat> and it stuck with me. And it reads, if everyone has a Bible, it would be good if you can follow along. Psalms 100, make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all you land. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. No Ye that the Lord, he is God. Hallelujah. It is he that has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and in the sheep of his pastures. Hallelujah. For enter into his gates with thanksgiving and enter into his courts with praise. Glory, glory, glory. Be thankful unto him. 
and bless his holy name. Hallelujah. Five and last, but not least, for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures to all generations. Hallelujah. Blessings to the hearing and doing of his word. We thank you, Lord. Amen. And he adds blessings to that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Pressing on and moving on. We we gonna anyone have any praise reports? Praise reports. Something that the Lord you, you put in a request at some time and either on this line or just had one a a, a, um, a prayer request and God answered it. And it's a praise report now. Any praise reports now for anyone? <clears throat> Yes. Can you hear me now? Yes. 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 Okay. I was just talking. Anyway, this is Minister Diane from Detroit, Diane Eddings, and I just celebrated my 73rd birthday, the 29th of May. And the Lord just poured blessings upon me from all my children, my five children, my friends, my prayer partners, they all just showered me with gifts. And I am so thankful to be alive to see even my great-grandchildren along with my grandchildren. Amen. That's your blessing. God is good. Amen. 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 That's awesome. Minister E, well, no, this is good. I'm sorry. I'm just going to say something. I'm not. We're going to keep moving. On that, anyone else, anyone else, praise reports, praise reports before I prayer uh, request, praise reports. Anyone? Well, I like to say the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever and without his mercy because it's fresh and new every morning like the dew that's on the grass. I mean, God's mercy is it it, it 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 just goes on and on. It's from everlasting to everlasting, new and fresh. I just want to praise them and thank them for um, blessing my IT um, that maybe a month ago, about a month ago or so, she had had a stroke and went to the hospital to get there, and then they're going to say, oh, she's got COVID-19. Well, we got the warning prayer. Hallelujah. <clears throat> And she came off that ventilator. She got to step down, but it's a step up, hallelujah, of healing. So now she is in a rehabilitation center, and they're working with her, strengthening her lungs, just rehabbing her. Oh, my God. We just give God all the praise and the glory for that. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Name for that. I mean, he just did wonders with that. Glory to God. He's just been working it for our kids. Hallelujah. The power of prayer and just believing God for who he is, that he loves, he cares about what we care about. Yes. Yes. Amen. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Anyone okay. else? Hmm. No, there's not. Anyone? We can. Okay. 
So now we want to go on to our prayer request. We want to have a prayer request? Lord yes. We want to pray for Evangelist Parker's Martin family, Pender family, Parker family, and we want to pray for um, the James, Linda James, a friend of the families, um, my brother's baby mama, and she passed away of cancer. So okay. we want to pray for Linda James' family. Family, okay. Okay, anyone else? Anyone else? Pray for request. Brenda? <laughs> okay, Brenda. And I would like to put a prayer request in for my son's healing. Okay. What's his name? Okay. Let me see. Somehow you deep and uh, it's not clear. Is that Brenda still talking? Uh, it's me. Can you hear me better now? Is this yeah. better? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I also want to put a prayer request in for my grandson, Aiden. Um, he is, he's having a, he's, a, he's eight years old, and his <coughs> environment has caused him to not eat properly. He is very frail now. There's a lot of foods he won't eat that he used to eat, and we're having mm. a hard time trying to get him to um, not be afraid to eat certain things. His, basically, his mother has made him think that all the food may have the virus in it. So now he barely... Oh, oh. Um, we're, we're struggling with that. And also the prayer request for him and his siblings. Uh, his mother has a tendency of leaving them home alone at night. The oldest child is 10, my grandson is 8, and then their youngest sister I think is 4. And okay. she, they're being left alone at night, throughout the night. So I need prayer on their on their household. Uh, we go and get our Yeah, what's their name? The household name. My, oh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just know my grandson's name. My grandson's the middle child. Okay. Okay, it'd be his household. Because, I mean, Lord knows. Yeah. What's his name? Aiden, you said? Aiden. Mm-hmm. Okay. Aiden. Aiden. Okay. Oh, and, Aiden. Uh, Okay, I do. Have, I have another request for my daughter Latoya Young. She has some kind of uh, stomach situation um, uh, for healing, and also um, for um, household salvation. She's married, so I want to make sure he's covered. I do know she's saved, but um, household salvation. Just leave it like that. Heal of Latoya Young and uh, Household Salvation. Anyone else? Any other prayer requests? Uh, <clears throat> I have a prayer request for my son. Uh, uh, restoration in his mind, okay. body, and spirit. His name is okay. LeVar. What's his name? LeVar. Oh, that's right. 
restoration, yes, and labors in his path. Restoration, restoration, salvation. Yes. Okay, hallelujah, hallelujah. You know, God is able to Hallelujah, hallelujah. Anyone else? Praise and prayer request? Okay. Salvation for my grandchildren. Okay. Is that Darlene? No, it's Diane. Oh, I'm sorry. In Detroit. Okay. It's Diane eating. Okay. So salvation for your Mm -hmm. grandchildren, Diane. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. And it's the Deering. No, it's not. It's the Kelly. Kelly and Jordan families. Okay. All right. Anyone else? Prayer request? Anyone else? Okay. Okay, no more prayer requests. So um, now, Peach, we'll have introduction of the No. All right. right. A reset. We got to do the reset. Okay. Um, hmm? No, that's correct. Reset. Okay. Okay. And I don't have it in front of me. Okay. Um, during this COVID-19 situation, um, this word just been coming all out from everywhere. Reset, reset, reset. God is resetting. Things are being reset. It was a shaking going on. And everything is being reset. Um, so we wanted to talk about, for each of us, what does reset mean to you? What do you feel that God is doing in your life to reset things, put things in order, straighten them out, um, restore, re- renew? Anyone? Yes, I have... <laughs> For our, for for godly sorrow, worketh repentance to salvation, not to be repented of, but the sorrow of the world worketh death. And that's in Matthew 6 and, no, that's not, it's, um, did I, oh, Psalms 106, verse 45. I think that's the one, the second, anyway. Uh, oh, that's 2 Corinthians 17, for a godly sorrow worketh repentance. And for E, enter into thy closet. Oh, but when thou prayest, enter into thy closet, and when thou hast shut the door, pray to the Father, which seeth in secret, shall reward thee openly, Matthew 6 and 8. Okay. S is Psalms 20 and 2. Send help from the sanctuary and strengthen thee out of Zion, Psalms 20 and 2. E-S-T, Psalms 32 and 8. I will instruct thee 
and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go. I will guide thee with mine eye. May the Lord add a blessing to his word. And that's the reset. Okay, good. Um, also, I think we might have a little bit of time. So what, what would be your thought behind uh, the reset? If you can briefly talk about your thought behind God reset. You did kind of mention about repentance or something like that. Is that what you – oh, you was kind of doing yes. that. For yes. Okay. It was – right. the thought came to me that it's time for us to repent and turn back to God in spite of all that's going on, that God will be our – focused in one of the scriptures it said about his eye instruct us uh, this is it Psalms 32 and 8 I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go I will guide thee with mine eye so I was thinking on God just instructing us even though they say the panic you can go out and all uh, that, but you still have to use wisdom. So we want, I want God to instruct me in the way which I should go. And he will guide Amen. me with his eye. Amen. 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 That's awesome. That's awesome. That is awesome. So true, so true. Repent and turn on to God. That, 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 that says it all. That says it all. Anyone else, um, their thought behind reset? This is Brenda. I want to acknowledge this kind of brief. I didn't really get the chance to get into it like I want to, but I'm going to give you what I do have. For our, I have reveal with the, uh, the disclosure of things that's being revealed to us by fire, which I look at this virus that we're dealing with, and, you know, it's like the burning bush where, you know, God speaks to us mm-hmm. through this bush to let us know that, you know, it, he wants us to obey and make changes appropriately. He he reveals the the the, de- the the devil's works that what he's doing is wrong, and until that bush is put out, you know, until the things are done properly, we would have to uh, try to focus on bettering our lives. Uh, and I also can't reveal out of First Corinthians verse three, number thirteen. Then I for E I have earth. And I didn't get a chance to expound on that the way I want to, but God created this earth. I got it out of Genesis. I forgot which one okay. I was looking at, but um, God, he, he created this earth, and he would be, uh, everything I'm happy, that I'm trying to express comes from what we're dealing with now with this virus and the renewal of what we yeah. need, which is like a fresh start. He, he's given us a chance to start all over again. Um, again, the, I had to move on the S because I didn't really get into it like I wanted to. Uh, for as I have, uh, suffer and search, and for us to seek the scriptures mm-hmm. to help us get through the, the hard times that we're going through. And I got that out of, I think it's Job 5, verse 5, number 39. Uh, e, mm-hmm. I have this end for the wickedness to come to an end. I got that out of Psalm 7, verse 9. You know, all this destruction, the evil amongst the people, the unjust crimes being done to us. That um, again, I got E for N for, for the wickedness, but to come to an end. And then T, I got time. 
where uh, that I get that out of Ecclesiastics 3, verse 1. Um, and there's a time, and er, there's a time for every purpose that we're dealing with. So everything that we're yeah. going through, God has uh, want us to 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 all see to to see Him and to live under His way and to all the corruption that we're dealing with. It's like we have to restart our lives. We need to. It's like, what do we do once the fire go out? You know, right now the the, the coronavirus is like a, a virus. It's, it's the coronavirus is like a fire. It's like the burning bush is just burning, and eventually every fire does go out. Once it go out, what are we gonna do? What is our next step? Once we finally get it together, and I think God wanted us to see a lot. He He put us in a position where we had to pretty much have to stay put, like, like for instance, go to your room. You know, we all had to go into quarantine. We had to sit down. And that gave us time to reflect on our lives. So now that we've gone through that, what are we going to do now when, once the fire is out? What are you going to do with your life? And that's why I look at the word reset, because eventually we're all going to have to get out, start over, rebuild things, and naturally we're going to try to rebuild it for the better. Yes, that's right. Man. Definitely for the better. Awesome. That's awesome. Anyone else? Uh, um, I'd well, like to say. Oh. No, go okay. on. No, I was. Um, I was just. I was just thinking. Of, I just. I'm sorry. I wasn't prepared for this, but um, what came to my mind with the reset? is uh, my favorite verse, and uh, it's in Isaiah, and God says, I'll do a new thing. I'll make a path in the wilderness and a river in the desert. And it's like I'm reflecting on what we're going through with this virus and all. We need a path in the wilderness where there's no path, you know, we need a river, and he'll make a, a, a path in the wilderness and uh, a river in the desert. And that's what we're in need of, you know. And um, I just, that's like a restart and a new thing that he says he'll do. That's Amen. That's, that's what was on my heart to share. Yeah. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Yes. Anyone else? Um, Yeah, just briefly. um, Reset for me, um, I guess um, I just started to think about the reasons why you need to reset in the first place. And um, I just thought about... um, stagnation, you know, or just non-producing or jammed up, clogged up. You need to reset so that you can flow and produce. So I think uh, for me, that's what this reset is all about, is um, uh, getting to a place where I can produce the way I'm supposed to be producing and doing just the things of God, you know, uh, being in alignment with his will. So that's what reset is for me. And I've always declared that when this thing is over, I'm coming out stronger, I'm coming out better, 
and unfortunately a little bit bigger, but I'm coming out. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, we all can relate to that one. Yeah. refrigerator full of food because everybody went to holding all the food to put in their house. Hey, we should have kept our social distance from, from that refrigerator. The cabs is all stuffed out, the refrigerator all stuffed out, and we stuffed out because we ain't. Yeah. Yeah, it's so true. Look at the house. Look at the refrigerator. Four walls. Okay. All right. Now, for me, for me, the reset was, it was always consider your ways. We read scripture, and went, during that time of, um, it pretty much was almost like the Bible being redone all over. The staying in the house was pretty much like Passover, you know, to the death angel passed over. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, while you're in there, consider your ways. I mean, it's people that are not saved. Consider your ways and get saved. The people that are saved, consider your ways and, and, and want to do better. So um, the scripture comes out of Job 34, 27. It says, because they turned back from him and would not consider any of his ways. Now, they wouldn't consider mm. God's ways. And then on Proverbs oh. 6 and 6, it says, go to the ant, thou slugger, consider her ways and be wise. Then we have Hagar 1 and 5. Now, therefore, thus said the Lord of hosts, consider her your ways. Consider your ways. And that's the one that I got it out of Hagar. And then Hagar 1 and 7 said, thus said the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. So it was always consider your ways. Um, so now that you're looking at self and seeing where self is, and I guess it's like a self-check and see where you are, now that you kind of can see some things the way you are, then you can make the necessary adjustments. And we all know that when, when trouble comes, run to the Lord. Don't right. run away from him, run to him. So right. that's what we did. We ran to the Lord. We stayed in prayer. We, we, we stayed in um, the word. We, we um, just, you know, I mean, prayer was going almost around the clock, you know. And then, um, you know, um, just seeing what's going on, you know, we as human beings, God put in us to figure, to try to figure things out. You know how everybody said, well, it's this, it's that, this is how this started, this is how that started. It's been all kinds of stuff. But, honey, the whole thing is look at the Lord, consider your ways, let him work through you, and get close to him as possible. And I really believe that it's it. close to Jesus' return. It's close to his return. And yeah. we need more people to come to the Lord. The harvest yeah. is plenty, but the labors are few. And that's always been. So, you know, you got a lot of Christians, they save and they save and they ain't thinking about nobody else being saved. Mm. You know, not even they save. And even the people that oh. live with them. So, you know, I don't know, that's a selfish Christian or something, but when you know that the hellfire is coming, why wouldn't right. you tell somebody about Jesus? Right. You know, I can go on and on. Anybody else? I want to add to that. Um, my, my cousin in Florida, she said she wants the Holy Ghost. So her name is awesome. Regina. 
And oh, I thank God for her even confessing it. She wants the Holy Ghost. She wants to talk to God in her private language. Amen. I was like, all awesome. right, we're going to keep on working on it. Because God Amen. will answer her, her request. Yes, There's a scripture about that. If you, if you being a good can ask for a stone, you know, give food to your child, and they ain't the good, I mean, the, the father is not going to give him a stone. He's going to give him the Holy Ghost. So that's scripture right there, that he will that's give right. her the spirit of God. And if she's yeah. saved and receives him, then the Holy Spirit is in her. So all she got to do is uh, know that and then just, you know, that's her request. It'll come. Yes. Yes, give her voice. Her name is Regina. Yeah. What you say, um, Beverly? Okay, we got her oh, name down. Her name is Regina. Yeah, just, okay. you know, uh, speak as God gives her utterance, you know, just speak. Yes. Yeah, just let it come out as God gives her utterance. God will take over. She just opens her right. mouth and That's use her mouth her. and use her voice, and God Amen. and the Holy Ghost will take care of the rest. That's Amen. right. Amen. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. So yeah. without further ado, um, is there any more um, talking about the reset? Thoughts about mm. reset? No. Okay, so now, Peach. All right. Ladies, can we get excited? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. All yes. right. Let's get excited. All right. So Pastor Tony is a wife and mother. Most importantly, she is a daughter of the king. She is a faithful prayer warrior. She conducts a 6 a.m. prayer, uh, prayer Monday through Friday on an open prayer line, Facebook, and Instagram. She runs Outreached Arms, an organization that ministers to lost souls, feeds the hungry, and aids in the healing and deliverance of drug-addicted women. Please join me in a warm welcome for the ministry gift of Pastor Tony. Hallelujah. Praise <laughs> God. Good evening, ladies. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Good Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, I think this is just wonderful um, how you all get together and just lift up the Lord, lift up the kingdom, uh, coming together just to uh, get in this word and pray together. I think that's awesome. It's powerful. It is much needed in the body of Christ for uh, believers to come together, not necessarily just because they belong to the same church or, you know, same background, but just because we're believers. So I think that is awesome. Um, I am going to try to do a quick word here. I just want to say a short prayer first. Um, and just share a word with you quickly, 
Um, I'm in the name of Jesus. Lord, we come right now. Once again, we lift you up and honor you. I thank you for these ladies, for the anointing upon them, the gifts that you've given them, the purpose for their life, the plans that you have for them. I thank you for their unity, Lord God, in you, that you are leading and guiding their steps and covering them in everything and in all things. And so, God, I pray that your Holy Spirit would take over and be our teacher right now, Lord God. Bring us a word, Lord, that will help strengthen us, give us spiritual fitness, spiritual growth, Lord God, that we will be impacted, that we can impact others. So we ask that you would just have your way. We yield to you now and ask that you would have your way. I decrease that you may increase, and we give you all praise, glory, and honor in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I'm going to just uh, look in the book of 1 Samuel chapter 1, and I want to talk about from our present portion to our future fruit our present portion to our future fruit. And um, so I just want to have to bear with me. I'm not used to doing, you know, short messages because I get scriptures start flowing in my head. So I have to, I'm I'm staying in this chapter right here so that we can finish. But I want to look at Hannah. Is there a feedback on my phone? Is that me? Can you guys hear that? No. Okay. Maybe, maybe, it's just mute. maybe if everybody can mute their line. Well, it's it's okay as long as it's not bothering you guys. I'm good. So, um, but anyway, I wanted to look in First Samuel chapter one, and I'm looking at Hannah, which is probably familiar to um, each of you. But if we remember correctly, uh, Elkanah had two wives, and one wife was Penina, and the other wife was Hannah. And the Bible tells us in verse two that Penina had children, excuse me, but Hannah had no children. And so we are reminded that um, Penina was uh, just coming against Hannah, just kind of kind of teasing her, kind of provoking her is actually what the word tells us. But he has these two wives, and you see one that seems to be fruitful and one that seems not to be fruitful. It tells us in verse 3, this man went up out of the city yearly to worship and to sacrifice to the Lord of hosts in Shiloh, and the two sons of uh, his two sons, Eli and Hophni, um, and Phenis, the priest of the Lord were there. And so it tells us that um, this was the time that Elkanah offered, and he gave to Penina his wife and to all her sons and daughters portions. But it tells us in verse 5 this. It says, but unto Hannah he gave a worthy portion, for he loved Hannah, but the Lord had shut up her womb. And this is where I want to really start is because it tells us, now we know that she couldn't have any children, but it tells us that her husband Elkanah loved her. And it says that he gave her a worthy portion. And this worthy, that means to have um, something of excellence. It means possessing. It means uh, a, a possessing merit. It means valuable. And when you think about um, having a worthy portion, you're talking about a double portion, which I believe in the Amplified, that's the way it's worded, and probably the NLT. It says a a double portion. So that's the helpings to share the measure. So here she is getting extra. 
But now she's looking at Penina, who has children. Even though she has the love of her husband, their source is the same. Their source is the same husband, just like some of us are going to the same ministry or we have a job with other people. Lord, we look at where we are connected with other people, and oftentimes we look at them, and it looks like they're more fruitful. It looks like they're more beneficial. It looks like their their gift is used better. It looks like their um their possessions are greater. Their their um their popularity is more, whatever it may be. They, it looks like they're using their gift better than ours or their gift is better than ours. And we begin to look at others and see what they're accomplishing, what they're doing, where they're growing, what they're learning, what you know, how they're being used, how people are looking at them. And we miss out on looking at what our present portion is. Here's Hannah with the double portion and the love of her husband. But she's looking at her womb being shut up. And the other thing that we need to remember is that just because we see others that may be uh, seemingly producing ahead of us or maybe it looks like they're moving um, quicker than we are, it looks like um, they're rising more than they look like their ministry, it looks like their family, it looks like their home, whatever it is, it looks like, wow, why is everything working for them? And I'm still right here. I'm still not producing. I still don't have this man. I still don't, I'm still not using my gift properly. I still haven't started my ministry. I still haven't. But what we need to realize is with Hannah, there was a purpose. With Hannah, it wasn't time. And when we keep looking outside of ourselves, when we keep comparing with others, when we keep thinking we're not good enough or we think less than what God has created us, we miss out on our present portion. And God always gives us what we need when we need it. And when it's time for us to go that next step, when it's time for that future fruit to come, guess what? God's timing is perfect. So this is what Hannah's doing. She's upset and she's broken because the Lord shut up her wound. But this is what we need to remember is that oftentimes we see doors seem to be shut in our face. It seems like, you know, I tried this and it didn't work. I started this and it didn't happen. But Oftentimes, God is shutting those doors like he shut Hannah's womb because it's not time yet. And so sometimes he's perfecting us and he's preparing us and getting us ready for what it is that he has purpose for us. But we have to realize our present portion, the things that he's doing in us now, the things that he's given us now, the things that he's producing in us and through us, how we are being used now, what our position is now. You know, you can look at somebody, you look at people and they're married and they're thinking, oh, you know, oh, marriage is so hard. And, you know, sometimes I wish I was single so I could have my freedom and I could do this. Then you have single women that are saying, I wish I was married and, you know, I'm all by myself. Then somebody got children. Oh, my children get on my nerves and they're always doing this and it's always an issue. And then you got people that are, oh, I wish I had children. It's like we're always looking outside of and we miss our present portion. We miss the journey. We miss the benefits of being right where we are. And so, When we look in this word and we see in verse 6, it says, her adversary also provoked her sore for to make her fret because the Lord has shut up her womb. So here's Penina referred to as uh, Hannah's adversary, her opponent, the one coming against her. And it says she provoked Hannah. That means she was irritating her. It means that she was uh, waging war against her in some sense. Let's remember 
that while we're waiting for things to come to pass, while we're trying to move in purpose, while we're trying to see something come to pass, while we're and sometimes it's not even us trying to do something. Sometimes people are praying for their family members to be saved, praying for them to change, praying for them to be delivered. And they see somebody else's family, and it seems like their family is better. And why is my family going through this? And why are my kids doing this? And why are my nieces and nephews? And why is my husband out there? But the thing is, is that as you're praying, God is producing. As you're praying, God is working. But we have to realize we can't always see what's going on. It's like a tree that's planted. When you plant that seed, it's growing underground. You can't see the roots. And we have to realize when we're waiting for something, we have to wait patiently. And we have to realize the journey. That journey is worth something. While we're going through and while we're waiting, God is strengthening us. He is perfecting us. He's increasing our faith. He's helping us with our patience. He's helping us to trust him. He's helping us to stand. He's helping us to be bold. He's helping our faith to increase so that we're ready for the next thing. So here is Penina and she's provoking and irritating and coming against Hannah. And it says that, um, you know, in verse seven, that um, it says, and as he did so year by year, when she went up to the house of the Lord, um, she provoked her uh, I'm sorry, so she provoked her. Therefore, she wept and she did not eat. So now it's Hannah. She's crying. She's upset. And she's feeling weary because the enemy is coming against us. The enemy will always show you what you can't do, show you how bad your family is and how bad your city and what you don't have. And you, you should have done this. And if you hadn't have done that, you would have been able to do this. And, and look at the mistakes that you made. And look at what's not producing over here. And look what you failed at over here. And the enemy will always come to provoke you. But listen, the thing is, is that she began to cry and not eat. And her husband said to her, Hannah, why are you crying? Why aren't you eating? He says, why is your heart grieved? Am I not better than 10 sons? And it tells us in verse 9 that Hannah rose up after they had eaten in Shiloh. And after they had excuse me, after they had drunk, and it says now Eli the priest sat upon a seat by a post of the temple of the Lord. And she was in bitterness of soul, and she prayed unto the Lord and wept sore. This is where I want us to look, because you have your present portion. You have your family, or you have your home, or you have your job, or you have your health, or you have your life, or you have your ministry, or you have your calling, or whatever it is that you have in your life right now is your present portion. But whatever it is that God has for you in the future, whatever he's producing in you, through you, in your household, with your family, in your ministry, whatever your call, whatever he has for you, you have to take your eyes off everybody else. Take your eyes off everything else. Take your eyes off the opponent. Take your eyes off the opposition. Take your eyes off the distraction. Take your eyes off what everybody else is doing. Take your eyes off of everything and begin to go to God. She came to him in bitterness of soul, and she prayed, and she wept sore. She was pouring out to God. And in verse 11, it says she vowed a vow, and she told the Lord, if you will indeed look on the affliction of your handmaid and remember me and not forget your handmaid, but will give unto thy handmaid a man-child, then I will give him unto the Lord all the days of his life, and there shall no razor come upon his head. She said, if you give me a child, I'll give him back to you. I'll dedicate him to, to you. And the Bible tells us that if Commit our ways unto the Lord. It tells us, commit your way unto the Lord. Trust in him, and he'll bring it to pass. 
Commit your way to the Lord. Trust him and he bring it to pass. Whatever it is that you're believing God for, what you've been waiting for, first of all, don't let it be because you're in competition with somebody else, because you're worried about how others are viewing you and how they see you, and if they are opposing you, and if they're making fun of you, or if they think they're better than you. Let it be because you want to do it for the glory of God. If it's your ministry, if it's your calling, if you want your family saved, if you want them delivered, if you want someone healed, let it always be for the glory of God. And then commit it over to him. Trust God to bring it to pass. She bowed a vow to him and said, if you give me the child, I give him back to you. And that's exactly what she did. But it tells us as she began to cry out, it tells us Eli thought that she was drunk. And it says it came to pass in verse 12. As she continued praying to the Lord, Eli marked her mouth. Now Hannah, she spake in her heart. Only her lips moved, but her voice wasn't heard. Therefore, Eli thought she had been drunken, and Eli said to her, How long will you be drunken? Put away your wine from you. And Hannah answered and said, No, my Lord, I'm a woman of a sorrowful spirit. I have drunk neither wine nor strong drink, but have poured out my soul before the Lord. Count not thy handmaid for a daughter of Belial, but out of the abundance of my complaint and grief have I spoken hitherto. Then Eli answered and said, Go in peace, and the God of Israel grant you your petition that you have asked of him. And she said, Let your handmaiden find grace in your sight. So the woman went off and ate, and her countenance was no more sad. Listen, this is the point where whatever it is that you believe in God for. First of all, we got to be thankful for our present portion. We have to realize where we're at, we're there for a reason. Whatever we're going through, whatever we're facing, whatever we're dealing with, whatever gift we have, whatever calling is on us, some people don't like their present job. They don't like the people that they're around. They don't like the people that's in their community. You're there for a purpose. You're a light, and sometimes you have to be in a dark place so you can shine. Sometimes you have to be around people that don't like you, that come against you, because you have to to shine. Sometimes you have to be around family members that are doing things they shouldn't do. You don't want to be bothered with them, but you got to shine. There are certain situations where you have to be in places where people may come against you, but you have to shine. So you have to look at your present portion. God's doing a work in you and through you. And while you're praying for others, and while you're believing for that miracle, and while you're waiting for the breakthrough, and while you're trying to push into the purpose that he has for you, you begin to take your eyes off everything else and focus on him. The Bible says if you keep your mind stayed on him, he'll give you perfect peace. Tells us to keep our eyes fixed on Christ, the author and finisher of our faith. That's when you begin to run the race. That's when you begin to call out to God. You begin to pour your soul out to him. Your focus is not people. It's not things. It's not places. Your focus is God. God, if you give me what I need, I'll give it back. God, if you will open this door, I'll give it back. I'm committing my ways to you. This is about you. It's for your glory, for your purposes. And so this is what we want to remember with Hannah. She had to wait years before she had a child, even though Panana, Panina had some. She waited and she waited and she waited. And she was teased and she was taunted and the opposition came against her. She wept and she waited. But this is what we want to remember. See, nobody knows Panina's kids' names. But when Hannah had her son, it was Samuel. 
When she had her son, she didn't just have some kid down the street, but she had Samuel, who was a priest and a judge, a prophet, a military leader. He was somebody. There's two books written about him. He was in a position of authority. He was in a position where God used him. He was important to the kingdom. He was important to the people of God. He was used by God for important reasons. He wasn't just a kid. He was God's child set apart as a Nazarite. When Hannah finally had a child, it wasn't that she couldn't have kids. It was that God shut her womb up because it wasn't time. Because when it was time, what she was going to birth was going to be better. See, just because somebody is first doesn't mean they're better. Just because they went ahead of you doesn't mean they're greater. It means that you got to wait on God. And them that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength and mount up with wings as eagles. They'll run and not get weary and walk and not faint. God says, wait on the Lord. And so we have to be patient while we're waiting. In our present portion, we got to be thankful because there is a future fruit. But we have to be able to pour out to God. So this is a time when you talk about reset. The biggest reset that we need is to take our eyes off of everything that's going on around us. Every news story, every, everything on the computer. Everything that people are fussing about, who they're going to vote for and who they're going to march for and who they're going to, you know, people are mad about, you know, your point of view and my point of view. And if you this and you're that, take your eyes off of all of it. The reset is that the people of God have got to have the mind of Christ, put their mind on God, think on spiritual things with our eyes on Christ and come together and be about our father's business. Because when she had this child, it was for the glory of God. You have to want to have the, the breakthrough, the blessing, the answer, and the manifestation for the glory of God. Our fruit, our, our fruit has to be for the glory of God. Jesus said, you didn't choose me. I chose you, and I ordained you that you would bring forth fruit that will remain. That's why we've been chosen, to be fruitful. But we're fruitful in God's season, and we're fruitful for his glory, and we're fruitful for his purposes, that he would say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. So I wanted to encourage you today. And the other thing, that just to end up, if we look in chapter 2, verse 21, it says, and the Lord visited Hannah so that she conceived and bare three sons and two daughters. And so let let me tell you something. He didn't just give her Samuel, the priest and the judge and the prophet and the military leader, but then she had five more kids. So let me tell you, God is able to bring it to pass when you commit your ways to him. But you have to realize your present portion. Be grateful for where you're at because you're there for a purpose. Joseph had a dream at the age of 17, but we are reminded that it took him 13 years before he got to the palace, and it took him 20 years before the dream came to pass. In the midst of that, he had to go to the pit and the prison. He was forgot about. He was lied on. He was persecuted. But this is the thing that we remember is that God's plan was for him. It wasn't at that time that he had the dream, but it was still yet the plan because delay is not denial. So listen, through his present portion, he was faithful. While he was going through the journey, he was obedient. And if we can just do that and listen for God's voice and put our mind on him and our eyes on Christ, Whatever God has for us, it shall come to pass. So keep trusting God for the salvation of your family, for the deliverance of your loved ones, for the healing of a family member, for the breakthrough and the open door, for your vision, for your dream, for your ministry and your purpose, for your gift to manifest, because it shall come to pass in Jesus' name. Did I make it on time? <laughs> oh, my God. 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 Oh, my
you all do social media. Um, uh, peaches, what, what are, you, are you Peaches or Doris? What, what, what did everybody call you on this line? <laughs> you know what? Most people now call me Doris, but people okay. from back in the day call me Peaches. So okay. Like. People who have been knowing me for a long time, that's what they call me. Listen, Peaches Doris, she got my phone number. Um, actually, there's uh, two ministries. One is um, it is it's just an outreach ministry where we um, are in Detroit, and the other one is more focused on uh, women. But both of them are outreach ministries. One is in Roseville, one is in Detroit. Um, but I'm on um, you know, Facebook, I've got, my phone number is open, you know, if you ever, you know, want to call or anything like that. And then the prayer line is on the phone and Facebook and Instagram. Uh, but you can always contact me. Uh, my number's open, you know. So but maybe you guys can come hang out with us sometime. <laughs> what, what number is it? Now you say you're the number uh, is 24. Did you want to take it down? Yeah, I'm writing it now. Two four eight. Mm-hmm. Two two four. Zero eight four. Zero eight four. It's two two four zero eight two four. Two two four zero eight two four. Okay. Got it. Yes. Okay. Yes. Now you say you you're in Rose. Can you hear me? I'm not sure if you can hear me enough. This is Brenda. You say you're in Roseville and Detroit. Well, see, in Detroit uh-huh. is God's Storehouse, and that, that ministry, we've been there for like 22 years. It's outreach, street outreach. We, you know, we serve dinner uh, to the community and give out groceries and clothes and all that, and we minister to the people on the street and all that. And then in Roseville 
is focused just on women. So we're it's a house there, but we also do street ministry and everything, but it's focused on women um, with addictions. And well, both of them are with the people that are struggling with addiction and life struggling issues, but the one in Roseville is specifically for women. Um, and it's uh, really a house over there, and we kind of, these are two separate ministries, but they're both outreach. Okay. Okay. I live in Roseville in the senior building. Oh, really? Building. That's why I asked. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, okay, great, great. And then um, I also want to give, and we're going to close out in prayer, I wanted to get a prayer line. Um, uh, Evangelist Parker has a uh, prayer line called Touch and Agree. You can write it down if you don't have it. It's 605-475-6711. And the code for that one is 134332. And then she has a 24-hour line. And that number is 24-7. It's um, 877-832-1277, extension 103. Then she also has... Um, uh-huh. That's for a prayer request. So, that, so that's for a prayer request. Yes, it is. Yeah. A prayer request. Were you going to do it, Diane? Anyway, so what? Uh, all of these numbers that I have, but I'm going to keep it moving. Um, the email is touch and agree prayer request at gmail.com. And that's on Facebook, touch and agree prayer warriors. On Facebook, touch and agree prayer warriors. Okay. And um, all right. So now I'd like to ask. Pastor Tony, also Pastor Tony, I want to tell you, I'm Diane Bynum. I'm in Florida, and I am definitely on your prayer line. And the more oh. I look forward to getting on there with you. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I'm so excited to be on that line. I'm telling you, I get up, I'm like, yep, yeah, let me get to that phone. Is that the number that was given? Is that a different number? Uh The six o'clock prayer line. I think you sent it to me, Diane. The the six six a.m. prayer line. Is that that number? This is on Facebook. Oh, Facebook. Well, it's on Facebook. Mine is on Facebook, the phone line, and Instagram. So I do all three at the same time. What's the phone number for the prayer line is 206-279-9119, and, the, um, and then it's 8771-pound sign. And the 8771 and the pound sign? Yeah, that's the access code. And this okay. is 6 a.m., right? Yes. Yep. 6 a.m. Monday through Friday. Yes, Monday, Monday through Friday. Friday. It is so dynamic. So dynamic. So, so mm-hmm. dynamic. I love to start my day with that. Highly recommended. Highly. Yes. Recommended. 
Glory to God. Now, uh, any other, any, we don't want to miss anybody. Any other prayer requests didn't get in? Prayer requests? Okay. So we know that the numbers that I gave you was Tawana Parker's, uh, Evangelist Parker, her information on, you know, how to, because uh, they pray in the morning for the prayer list. If you, I mean, if you have any more prayer requests additionally from now, you can call those numbers or call me if you didn't get the number. Want to ask Pastor Tony to close out in prayer for us and we can go on and, and soak in all that good words she just gave. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Father, we bless your name. We lift you up and honor you, God. We just thank you, Lord God, for your word that is bread. Lord God, we thank you, Lord God, for the living water. We ask, Lord, that you would just let your word permeate in our hearts, that you would change our minds, that you would strengthen us. Lord God, that you would impact us, that we can impact others, that we become, Lord God, spiritually impacted, Lord God, that we are witnesses, that we are both spreading the gospel, doing your will, praying without ceasing, praising you continually, lifting you up because of who you are. So, God, we ask that you continue to pour into us. Help us to meditate on your word day and night, that we are careful to do all that's written in it, that we will be prosperous and have good success according to your word in Joshua 1. So, Father, we thank you, Lord God, for the work you're doing in us. We know that you heard every prayer request and every prayer need. There are those that need comfort, those that need healing, those that need deliverance, those that need salvation, those that need order in their home. Peace, Lord God. Father, we're praying every prayer request, Lord God, that was called out, that was written down, that was spoken and those that were unspoken. We know that you know everything. You can do anything it says in Job 42 and 2. So God, we thank you. With you, all things are possible. So we cast every one of these cares on you. And we thank you that you're bringing salvation to households, that you are comforting, Lord God, the family. Lord God, they lost their loved one today, Lord God. I pray that you encamp your angels round about them, that you strengthen them. You are the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort. And you said, God, Father, that you would strengthen, that you would help and that you would hold up with your righteous right hand. So I pray, Lord God, that you would bless every individual, every child, every parent, every sibling, every in-law, Lord God, every loved one, Lord God, that's on this line representing every family member, that you would meet the needs, spiritual, mental, physical, emotional, financial, and relationships. And God, I just thank you today. Order our steps in your word. Use us for your glory. Guide us by your spirit. Block everything that's not like you. Give us a way of escape for every temptation. Help us to bring glory to your name in everything we do. Help us to be mindful of you. And so, God, we thank you for our present portion. We thank you for provision. We thank you for guidance. We thank you for gifts and talents and calling. And we thank you, Lord God, that you continue to perform the good work you begin in us until Christ Jesus. So thank you in advance for the healing taking place. Thank you in advance for those that you're drawing to your Christ. Thank you in advance, Lord God, for loving us and causing us, Lord God, to go to the next level that everything we say and do will bring glory to your name. We love you. We honor you. We embrace you. And God, we get, thank you for who you are, what you've done, what you're doing. And we thank you, God, for what you're about to do. It is in the mighty, matchless, powerful name of Jesus that we pray and we say hallelujah and amen. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Have a good, sweet sleep from the Lord. Hallelujah. Waking up yes. fresh. And going forward yes. in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hey, remember hey, that. Hey, good night. Good night. So good, night. good night. Thank you for having me and let me be a part of your wonderful group.